Hey, there we are. Hey, hey, YouTube world. Hello, hello. Did you see the little banner I put down there? Waiting yeah, we are waiting for Kieran Uber Eats be <laughs> be on soon. I love it. I laughed. Be on very soon. We try our best <laughs> to keep our fans up to date with that. Episode two of the We Only Do One Take podcast look at conspiracy theory videos. We are continuing our watch of the fall of the cabal. I think we're up to part three. So it's very part exciting. Three. That's times. right. Very exciting times. But I think we should do a bit of a do you remember what actually happened? Apart from a lot of laughing, what happened last week? <laughs> Um, look, there was a crazy lady who came up with some crazy ideas and things. And, uh, um, no, I can't really remember. I can't really remember much either. I think they were saying, they were definitely saying something about the Rothschild. But it was wait till the end because it's all going to be revealed at the end. That's right. So we're going to watch all the way through. But there was definitely something about the Rothschilds. There was definitely something about the uh, Rockefellers. And George mm. Soros also made an appearance. That's they were it, saying George, yeah. something about that they're against uh, uh, Donald Trump as well, which was a big thing. And they talked about QAnon for a while. And you said mm -hmm. you would look into them. I guarantee that you didn't. But no, that's I didn't. I completely, okay. <laughs> I completely forgot. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay. It's very exciting. But I think the fans want to know what you did get from Uber Eats. Oh, I got a chicken parmigiana with uh, herb chips, and there is a salad, but I've now ruined the salad with tomato sauce. You've ruined the salad with tomato sauce. I'm so yeah. proud of you. And tonight, ladies and gentlemen, I am drinking a. Oh, this is the one. This is the cocktail I've got going to make you. It is a whiskey Collins. It's a take. Fuck it. Next time I'm coming over on the Sunday night for this because your <laughs> drinks are just amazing. I've just got Diet Coke. <laughs> you know what? We're doing another show on Tuesday for the regular episodes. <laughs> so I'll make you a whiskey Collins and a little bit of lemon. I freshly squeezed the lemon juice myself, bitters, uh, ginger ale. And of course, you've got to have the whiskey in there. You've got the bullet whiskey in there. Very delicious. Mmm. Mmm. I can hear that. That uh, that does sound delicious. Or or you could be me drinking also orange cordial out of my Spectre movie uh, uh, cup. <laughs> what, the, what the hell did Spectre come out? Well, a while ago, but you can see that it's been in the dishwasher a number of times. It's done. It's it, the dishwasher has done its job. Then it's this at least this things. this size here. It needs to be a little bit larger because it's it's uh, there are larger. Um, uh, cups that you can get from the cinemas, and the, the ones that are a bit larger are that you get the perfect equal distribution of a flask with Coke ratio. Right, makes, makes the movie watching very good. You know what's important though with with ratios. Mm. I'm going to tell you mm. that uh, ratios, even if the glass is bigger or smaller, the ratio to Coke to um, whiskey is the same. Mm. You know, if it's if if it's half and half, which I don't think is what your ratio would be, 
But if no. it's half and half, then you're guaranteed, even if it's a, a litre-sized container, or if it's half a litre, you're still going to have 50-50. Well, no, you're not getting 50-50. It, it, the, the thing is, these these ones are bigger than the, the large that you get. This, you, you know, just the mean... Non- you, you mean like the size of the glass itself, like yeah. the, how yeah. large it is? Yeah. Not yeah. the ratio right. of... of uh, I'm just saying the size to the equivalent like of the a... flask equals the perfect ratio. Right, right, right. Okay, yeah. then. Well, look, we're, we're, everyone's joining the stream, which is the important part here. I think it's time. We're watching part three of uh, of the fall of the cabal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I said we went over a little bit of last time with a little bit of George Soros, the Rockefellers. Uh, there was something else in there, but we are about to learn a little bit more about Sit why back, the world relax, is the way it is, and enjoy. And, uh, let me just. Fo- I did to almost. Fo- here we go. So part. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. We are up to part three. It the is alien, alien invasion. invasion. Oh, this so, almost sounds like it's um. What's that? What's that uh, show that you show? Ancient Aliens. Ancient Aliens. Jess and I have been watching so much of that recently. We It is mm. every single episode. It's the same thing every single episode, but it's funnier every single episode. Oh, are you ready, Kieran? Uh, I'm ready. Let's do this. Uh, let's do it. The migrant caravan that headed to the southern border of the U.S. in April 2018 was covered by the media big time. According to the official reports, these people came mostly from Honduras, where the caravan had started, and then people from Guatemala, El Salvador, Nicaragua, and Mexico joined the march. The main reasons for them to flee their home country were gang violence and poverty. When I saw the first pictures, I was shocked. But then I realized there were just too many images of women and children, which is always a sign of media manipulation and a hidden political agenda. Always. Okay. <laughs> why? <laughs> yeah, why? It just the, Isn't it that like, women and children are the ones that flee the most? Because Yeah, because the men will hold back the, the armed forces or something and, like and that. I don't and, understand. Yeah. And protect, you know, from the behind, like keeping up the rear. The front would be the women and children. <laughs> That's how yeah. I... Anyway, let's continue on. Critical thinkers like the QAnon studied the pictures closely. Always. Too many things did not add up. Like I said in part one, these people had to walk for 45 miles a day, each and every day for one and a half months. So? But these people don't yeah. look exhausted. Just They're not so. dirty or sweaty. I mean, look at them. Their clothes are clean. Clean babies. Clean pants. They wear labels. They are well fed. These people aren't refugees. They're not poor. I traveled through Mexico, Guatemala and Honduras and I saw poverty. <laughs> Believe me, these people are not poor. They're not poor enough for her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like then, like yeah. You know what? If your if your country is under attack by gang violence, you can still be well off and want to escape the gang violence uh-huh, <laughs> brought on by uh-huh. the militias of the of the country. 
<laughs> and there, and yeah, yeah. Uh, I also question like, well, when when were these photos taken at the start of the journey towards the end of their journey? I have no idea. Yeah. This is like the same type of research that Flat Earth Guy did. Yeah. So 40, like, 45 miles is 72 kilometers a day. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's doable, isn't it? That is, How that is, cl- yeah. What's the average well, walking speed? Five, I think it's about five six to eight Ks an hour. I would say six, so 72, 72, that's like 12 hours of walking a day. Yeah, that's, that's very doable. That's very doable. And that's at a slowish sort of pace. Right. And some of them the will walk faster is. than the others. Well, they're the some ones will at the front. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, ready? Some, some will come a week later. That's right. Someone like you right. and I would have stopped for coffee along the way. And I don't know yes. too. And we would be, we uh, would be part months, of the corruption. Months, we would have been months behind. <laughs> we would have been part of the corruption. That's the real thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's keep going. Floating. 45 miles a day on flip-flops? Are you kidding me? Or even barefoot? Come on, where are the blisters? And why aren't they carrying what is needed for a journey like that? Blankets, food, water. Where are the spare diapers? Some people (laughs) do have small backpacks, but they appear to be brand new. So, what did happen? First of all, buses and vans were deployed to transport all of these people from Honduras to the US border. Okay. Mm -hmm. Flip-flops? No problem. You only have to get out of the van occasionally for a group photo. Next. In order to get as many people as possible, you pay them. Thanks to some alert anons, this was filmed on site. Then, in order to be efficient for the media, Uh. you give the main players a coloured wristband. What we can say, Kieran? Yeah, 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 they're anons, yeah. I give them, uh, pay them the money. I notice how it's just the same guy paying money. It's no one else. It's someone else, yeah. And it's just one guy. I, I, I guess I have wristbands because that's, I don't know, maybe maybe this is a group effort they've been planning for ages and they've talked to mm. people and it's all coordinated because, you know, they do want to get <laughs> to the place they want to go. You know, yes, that is a big fan, but a <laughs> big fan. Oh. Someone who different colors have different meanings. Yeah, yeah. Someone who doesn't wear shoes all the day, all day. Their yeah, feet are pretty tough. Yeah. Their feet are pretty yeah. tough. And you know what? If you if you have to escape your yeah uh, country, mm. um, and you you know what, you lost your shoes on the way. I would just you would suffer through everything you possibly had to. Mm-hmm. To get to the country that you wanted to go to, that's right. Ugh. 
all known to the reporters and the cameramen. I don't get it. It's a picture and they're all praying? Okay. They've all got wristbands, okay. Yeah. I don't know. Some people overact. What? Others are really convincing and make it to the World News Report. Meet Maria Meza and her five children, all the pretty... way from Honduras. Okay. She made it to every news item on TV, telling about her terror, the fear for her children, their eyes all wet and swollen due to the tear gas that the American Border Patrol so viciously threw at them. Well, Maria, there are a few flaws in your story. I've looked at every single picture of you and your beautiful girls. None of them show any signs of tear gas. Because <laughs> these photos this maybe have been taken when there were tear gas? Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, they took like a handful of photos. None of these ones had tear gas in them. I, I I've also had a shower before, but I don't have any photos of me having a shower. So obviously, I've never showered before. Yeah, you've. <laughs> yeah, you are very smelly, Turch. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what sort of logic is this? Like, if you apply this logic to anything else, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, I I oh. love the photos with the red thing around it. Like, I love it. To yeah, highlight it. Yeah. There's been a few photos of like circling things or pointing things out. Oh, I like she's been using lots of speech bubbles on top of things. Uh huh. Uh-huh. I've been really liking that. Really professional. This is like a this is the most convincing piece of. I noticed uh, that she talks about news reports, but doesn't actually provide the news clippings. I know. I know. You, you use the clips or just a photo of the article at least. Yeah. Oh yeah. And Rodongo is right. They showed no signs of tear gas despite using a photo with a deployed tear gas grenade. <laughs> oh, amazing. Amazing. I want to see more p- pictures with circles on them. <laughs> well, the only ones in action. The cameraman shoots away, completely unhindered by the gas. And there is no panic. Let's have a closer look at this picture. Cameramen are standing in the line of smoke, yet have no problem with that. Oh wait, look! Somebody is throwing a gas canister. Is that a fellow refugee? Maybe he's throwing Maria it back. Maria told the press that her son went back the next day to get the canister and show it to the reporters. Shame on you, America! I do hope Maria was paid handsomely. I really do. But a story sucks. The family was photographed on another day, getting out of a van for yet another day's work in front of the camera. And the tear gas canister? You can buy them at any theatre prop retailer, or you so can use them for training variety. They pr- I don't know who's I, who's I, paying all these people. If she's saying they're getting paid, who's <laughs> paying them? Why are they paying them? Are you seeing the picture? 
Yeah, yes, right, dog. Nice bitch with tear gas. It's <laughs> <laughs> like a meme format as well. Oh, man. I want a T-shirt with this on it. <laughs> That's what I want. Here is my birthday. Make it happen. Make it so. Let me Make write a so. big night. You better. You better. Oh, I hand that to my secretary, Jess. No harm is done. I guess Trump's statement was correct. No tear gas was used on the children. The entire mainstream media coverage of this event was biased and flawed. My advice to the producers, next time, pay more attention to the details, for the anons are on to you. Refugees who walk for thousands of miles do not walk like this. Or like this. <laughs> yeah, because it's a kid. <laughs> They don't wear flip-flops. They don't have brand new pink buggies. They do not polish their nails. They don't wear iron shirts. Neither do they have perfect haircuts and makeup. It's dreadlocks! <laughs> when they say they flee their country because they're so poor they can't even buy food, don't show them with digital cameras and iPhones. Refugees who walk for thousands of miles are not clean. And for God's sake, pay attention to some of your supporting actors. What, white people can't be part of these countries? And black people can't be part of these countries. This is the most racist thing I've seen in a very long time. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, and? And when you <laughs> photoshop someone oh, no. picture, make sure you don't forget his leg. Oh, and make up your mind, will you? Do you want the shirt on or off? Or maybe it was hot. And what's with the Disney obsession? Not Disney. No. I'm going to answer the Disney question. Let's just say all these countries are poorer countries, right? And people go, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to donate clothes. Clothes and toys. Yeah, exactly yep. right. And you know, and if your child grows out of, I don't know, a Mickey Mouse shirt mm. and you donate it to these poor countries, mm. they're just gonna go like, remember when the Simpsons when uh the Flanders house gets knocked down by the tornado and they uh-huh. go to the church and Todd is wearing a butthole surfers t shirt? Like mm-hmm. he didn't go out there and goes, Man, I'm really into the butthole surfers. <laughs> this, there's a butt-. He's like, This is the only shirt that, that was there. I'm going to wear the butthole surfers t-shirt. Uh, the, see yeah. the charity. The charity I support in Vietnam, right? Um, we take over every time I go over. I take over a whole bunch of books or whatever, and and stuff to give them. Uh, same thing. They they've got a lot of like secondhand goods, and they're generally quality goods that we take over because we're not going to give them yeah. shitty goods. Garbage, yeah, garbage. And it's also interesting. Some of the really poor Vietnamese. They've got mobile phones because mobile yeah. phones are cheap. Yeah. 
They probably don't have the latest iPhone, whatever it is mm. nowadays, or, you know, Samsung S20, whatever it is. They've got probably, you know, a couple of generations old. They've probably had it for a long time, but it's still a phone. Like, not, it, yeah, may not access, yeah. it may not access the internet or anything like that, but it can still make calls. Yeah. You know, or and text. the other thing is, the other thing is, in, we get ripped off so much in this country with our telecommunications. How yeah. much it costs to have internet over there? Amazing, so cheap. I was reading so somewhere that cheap. I think it was some some Asian country, and internet's expensive. But if you buy a plan where you only use Facebook, like Thailand or something like that, and yeah. only use Facebook on the internet, it's free. Yeah. Or something. Like oh, and, well, in, the, in a lot of these countries as well, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of free internet as well. Yeah, exactly right. Not everywhere, exactly but right. but in the um, every Macca's drive-through that they go through in their big trucks. Uh, Rodongo still thinks that this is satire, but uh, <laughs> no, I can guarantee you this was put on the internet as real as real. I want to keep watching, Kieran. You up All for right. it? No, I'm up for it. Let's keep going. When you really want to know what's going on in the world, you have to do the research, just like you keep saying. And when you do, you will see what's real and what's not. The Migrant Caravan was a staged event with a political motive. I fucking love you. (laughs) Who was behind it? Who financed such a great event? George Soros. Ah! Our great benefactor, George Soros, connected to the pedophile club Nambla and the rioting and violent Antifa and Black Lives Matter. How do we know he's behind all of these so-called social movements? Well, it's not really a secret. According to an analysis of his tax filings, he invested $33 million in the notorious Ferguson riots alone. So, that's nothing. Soros promised everyone who participated in the massive protests $15 an hour. In the case of the migrant caravan, all they had to do was play the part of poor refugees looking for a safe haven. Money, new clothes, food, toys, and an extra bonus if you play your part well. Who'd refuse a job like that? Soros made a mistake by not fulfilling his financial promises. So then we had more riots, this time by angry actors who demanded payment. Videos of Antifa members shouting, Soros, Soros, where's our money? went viral. Yet everything was hushed up by the mainstream media. So, what's his motive? (laughs) Why would anyone invest so much money in these massive oh, and well-organized movements <laughs> to destabilize a country, to create division, division by skin color, by political wing, by religion, by gender? A divided people is easy to rule. A united people is not. Let's go back to the Q phenomenon. Okay. As we have seen in part two, Q strongly emphasizes the importance to unite. 
<laughs> United we stand, divided we fall. Okay. Q portrays a better world without wars, treason, and corruption. Oh, great. And whether you like it or not, <laughs> the task to get there has been put in the hands of Donald J. Trump. I'm so glad. Like, uh, you know. I would love to say this is satire, but this is gonna be. This is like, this is very real for her. This is. Very I wonder real what. I wonder she's, what Soros thinks of this. <laughs> you know, she's saying thirty-three million dollars. Okay, thirty-three huh. million dollars is nothing. Hmm. Like it sounds like a lot of money, but when you sp- split it across things and planning and people, it's very little it, money. Oh. And he might have been going. You know what? I agree these people should, you know, come to our country and I want to help them get there and I will put money towards these that caravan of people from Honduras. Mm, mm. I want them to, you know, I want to help them out. I'll help them get some security and, and clothes. He, that's a nice thing to do, though. Yeah. I don't I, understand. I really want to meet this Q person, though. But I think Q is just a collective group of people, it sounds like. Listen, I just love it. It's your homework, mate. It's your it's your homework. Q tells us Q tells us what to do. How can I, I hack? How can I hack and be Q? <laughs> All right. I think we're going on to the Say mystery to of people. Q. I get the most vicious looks. Thanks to the mainstream media, the majority of the Dutch people believe Trump to be a narcissistic dictator. But hey, let's talk some facts here, shall we? Trump went to North Korea. He'll start a nuclear war, the media shouted. But he came back with peace. Six million new jobs have been created under Trump. Lowest unemployment rates since 50 years. More than four million people off of food stamps. Trump openly attacked Big Pharma. He created the biggest tax cuts ever for all social classes. He is the only American president ever to work for free. He signed an executive order to clean the oceans. Did you hear about that on the news? No. For some reason, the mainstream media have a political agenda of their own. But more about that later. From my point of view, one of the most important priorities of Trump is to protect the children. Right after his inauguration, he stated that his administration would focus on ending the horrific practice of human trafficking, also referred to as modern slavery. On December 21, 2017, he signed an executive order blocking the property of people involved in serious human rights abuse and corruption. More executive orders followed to protect victims of human trafficking. A huge campaign was deployed to educate parents and children about the dangers of human trafficking. Good memes. Hmm. Throughout 2018 and 19, many arrests took place. Thousands of child molesters were arrested. 
Thousands of victims were rescued. What does this have to do with Trump the migrant caravan? Trump that most victims are smuggled into the country through the oh, southern no, no. border. Oh, right. <laughs> he shows numbers, statistics. He made oh, there January we go, Human Trafficking Awareness Month. He informed the people about MS-13, a criminal gang responsible for raping and killing many American citizens. He swore he would take them down to the last member. He keeps emphasizing the drugs problem and the billions of dollars plus the countless lives it costs each year. He keeps yeah. pleading for a wall anything to reduce the drugs and human trafficking numbers as much as possible. But the mainstream media keep twisting his words, making it sound like immigrants aren't welcome. I've watched these interviews time and well, again, I think Fox and I can assure you that according to President... Yeah, I think, I think Fox were uh, very generous yeah. to Trump, you know. It wasn't until the end when he lost the election. Yeah, and then they flipped over, flipped on him. Yeah. Ah, uh, that uh, what was that chick's name that swapped over from Fox to MSNBC? Uh, uh, Megan, Megan, Megan Kelly. Oh, I thought she's a freelancer now. Oh, is she? Oh, there you go. She was yeah. on Fox, wasn't she? She was on she Fox. Hated, yeah. Yeah, and she got fired because she hated Trump. Yeah, pretty much. Well, wow. uh, I don't think. I don't think she hated him. I just think she was more direct in her questioning. Yeah, I, I don't think, think so. she towed the party lines. I think so. Rodongo said, I'd yeah. love to hear an, an exposition by her that explains that Q is secretly the advisor of Trump. <laughs> I think it's the other way around. I think she's saying that Trump is the head of Q or the leader of Q and he's getting all these secret messages out and Q have to decipher them. Like the latest South Park. Did you watch the latest South Park? The vaccination um, special? Vaccination special, yeah. And I have Q, not like, I have not it, seen that, no. Uh, there's a whole thing about like the president giving out secret clues and Q trying to understand them all, and it, it's very funny. It's very, very much reminiscent of, of what's happening in this documentary, as, as we're calling it. <laughs> all right, here we go. Oh. oh, I want to hear more insanity. Trump. I know. Immigrants are most welcome, but they have to come in legally. The funny thing is, Bill Clinton wanted a wall. Obama wanted a wall. Hillary wanted a wall. They all voted for a wall when they were still in the Senate. I'm talking about the 2006 Secure Fence Act, passed by a Republican Congress and signed by President George W. Bush. It wasn't a problem back then, but now all of a sudden, Trump is an immigrant hater? The more I study this subject, the more I understand why Trump is bashing fake news. But more about that soon. Oh! Back to Trump's war against human traffickers. For years, whistleblowers at the highest levels have been stepping forward with testimonies about child trafficking for the elite. 
Google this name, CIA agent John Kiraku. Ted Gunderson. Uh, satanic ritual-based abuse drug trafficking. Yeah. Google this name. His name. Police whistleblower John Wedger. Why are we having to Google? Can't you just tell us? Yeah, let's just talk about it. Sasha Baron Cohen appears to expose elite pedophile This is nothing new. It was just never dealt with until now. Now you can get news clips. The thing is, I talked about this in my presentations. People don't want to hear about it. They don't want to look at these pictures. Which I understand. I would rather look away as well. But that reminds me of the famous one-liner of the Germans right after World War II. After being confronted with the painful question, how could you let the Nazi atrocities happen? Why didn't you do something? The answer was always, we haben's nicht gewusst. We didn't know. Of course they knew. It was just too painful and too dangerous to acknowledge it and to do something about it. That, that's actually, a, uh, this is a terrible picture to have yeah. here, but that's actually a misnomer. A lot of the Germans didn't actually know what was happening at the concentration camps. Because yeah, because the, they were secret. The, the, they were secret, number one. And two, yeah. the propaganda in Germany was fucking enormous. Huh. Yeah. All right, I'm going to get rid of this picture off the screen while we talk about stuff like this. Well, I will not look away any longer. These kids are not held by our denial. They are held by our action. So for God's sake, keep watching. We are the only hope they have left. Child trafficking for the elite. That is bigger than pedophilia. We are talking about a huge criminal organization kidnapping children and selling them to high-ranking officials from mayors, judges, and senators to presidents and even royalty. <laughs> Do you think this is far-fetched? I love the evidence. Do you think I it's just a conspiracy theory? <laughs> Get ready for some conspiracy facts in part four. I don't think anyone's right. not denying... I don't think anyone's denying that there aren't, like, child traffickers and pedophiles. Yeah. I think that's, you know... I don't think anyone's Oh, okay. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> Child lovers everywhere. Rodongo has said, uh, from memory, the uh, didn't the Nazi just say that we're following orders? I'm amazed that she's not a Holocaust denier at this point. Uh, the yeah, the Nuremberg defense was used quite a bit, uh, but that was for the people who were actually committing the crimes themselves. So a lot of like the SS and a lot of the people who were running the concentration camps. That was the case. But when it comes to the general public, I think that's you know uh, that's what I'm sort of referring to when it comes to the other part. Uh, no, a lot of them didn't know what was happening. Um, you know, you're going to remember most of the males that could fight in the war were fighting in the war at that stage, especially late into the into the Nazi campaign. Uh, and the people who could stay at home were drafted especially young males were drafted into basically uh, Boy Scout equivalents that were running for younger children to start training them up to join the army to be part of that, um, to be part of the Nazi party army and all that sort of stuff. And the girls were trained, you know, to be basically housewives 
and low name Factory workers. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah. To help all that sort of stuff back at home. So, yes, the Nuremberg defense, absolutely for the guys uh, that, that all the way across, like all the um, the scientists working on like all the cloning stuff they were trying to do, all the twin work with uh, Dr. Mandel. Is that the one? Dr. Mandel, is that the one I'm thinking of? He did all those crazy experiments on, on the Jews and stuff. And obviously mm. the people running the concentration camps, that definitely was the the Nuremberg defense. But yeah, later on, it was definitely, um, they just they just didn't know until the war was over. All right, so we're watching this bit here. I think there's uh, child predators everywhere. I think that was the the title of this this is this is the part where we're getting part four facts i know i feel i feel like after this part four this part four is gonna i reckon gonna be real rough um but i think we're gonna plow through this one all right I edited the last episode so much nicer. In 2010, right after the devastating earthquake, 33 children were smuggled out of Haiti. The woman who was arrested, Laura Gayla Silsby, said they were orphans who were about to be adopted in the US. Upon investigation, however, it turned out most of these children were not orphans. They were later reunited with their parents. Furthermore, there were no adoption papers to be found. These kids had simply been abducted, stolen from their parents. Okay. Who exactly is this Laura Gaylis Silsby? First of all, she was on the board of directors of Alert Sense, the company that provides the technology for Amber Alert. Amber Alert is the broadcast emergency response to recover abducted children. Isn't that an interesting paradox? A convicted child trafficker, yes, she was found guilty and convicted, connected to Amber Alert, set up to rescue children. Secondly, this lady is the founder of the Baptist organization New Life Children's Refuge, an orphan rescue mission for Haiti. Sounds to me like she had a ways to smuggle children out of the country real easy. Nice cover. What? Last but not least, she's a close friend of the Clintons, who immediately paid for a lawyer, Jorge Puello, who himself is a convicted pedophile. He was arrested and (laughs) convicted for leading an international human trafficking ring involving women and children. All of this came out into the open thanks to WikiLeaks, that published the secret emails between the Clintons and Laura Gaylis Silsby. Let's continue with Haiti some more before moving on, shall we? Haiti was put in the limelines once again with the Oxfam scandal. Oxfam, known for its shops throughout the world for empowering women and for fighting poverty, was banned from Haiti following the 2010 earthquake. There were orgies with prostitutes, some of which were underage. (laughs) In other words, with children. Leaked emails further confirm that $3 million were diverted from Haiti in relief funds via the Clinton Foundation to pay for Chelsea's extravagant 2010 wedding. When Trump called Haiti a shithole, 
the whole we world would know went about mad. it. Like, but he was. It, it feels. <laughs> I feel like the Clinton Foundation would be no longer a foundation. Yeah, and I, its I directors held accountable. Like I heard about this, and I thought, "Oh, that yeah. can't be." It can't be. Right. She's provided no evidence apart from WikiLeaks, which is already, I guess, dubious. Off the, excuse me, off well, the, was, the The picture she showed was WikiLeaks through Reddit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> from a Twitter post. Yeah, which is the most reliable source. He's right. What he referred to was what the so-called non-profit organizations had turned the island into after the earthquake. The Red Cross collected half a billion dollars for Haiti and all it did was build six houses. The Clinton Foundation ruthlessly <laughs> misappropriated the earthquake donations from international donors and got That's away great. with it. Klaus Eberwein, a former government official of Haiti, due to testify about the Clinton corruption, was found dead with a bullet in his head only days before the trial on July 12, 2017. Monica Peterson, the young social anthropologist who went to Haiti to investigate human trafficking on the island and who tweeted some critical thoughts about the Clinton Foundation, was found dead by hanging shortly after, in November 2016. Her death was ruled suicide. And when surgeon Dr. Dean Lorek openly vented his disgust about the corruption by the Clinton Foundation that he himself witnessed while trying to save lives on the island, he too ended up dead. In December 2017, he was found on the bathroom floor of his apartment in New York with a knife in his chest. His death, too, was ruled suicide. That's a bit sus. But hey, let's not dwell on the many it's, suicides look, surrounding the Clintons. It's sad that these, these people let's have passed away. Of but it's also very convenient. So it's sad that these people have passed away, but it's also very convenient for her story that they've all died. Yeah. That there's no one she can interview alive. Correct. To give evidence. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Let's keep it going. Use often repeated sentences. Symbolism will be their downfall. In 2007, the FBI released a bulletin with symbols used by pedophiles to identify their sexual preferences and to communicate where to find both each other and their prey. The blue triangles identify boy lovers, the pink hearts are for girl lovers. The pink one looks like the symbol for street paddle pops <laughs> at the heart. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? It oh, does, yeah. So, oh, if you eat paddle pops. <laughs> if you eat paddle pops, you're done. And this one here, this blue one here, looks like Clippy, the paperclip in Microsoft Word. Oh, <laughs> Remember him? Yeah. Uh, classic Clippy. Oh. <laughs> and the butterflies for child lovers in general. These pedophile logos will indeed be their downfall. They are in plain sight, for they never thought people would wake up and see. And just like we saw with Amber Alert, it's the organizations that claim to protect 
children that actually use pedophile logos. For instance, the International Adoption Clinic. New Star Kafala, a Muslim adoption and child advocacy agency. This is their logo for their HOPE program. Helping you notice that they're not the same, like, heart logos. They're yeah, just using exactly. a heart. It's yeah. just a heart, an inner heart, yeah. yeah. Then yeah. there's the Pacific Crest Trail Association. It changed its logo in July 2017 after the These are pretty big claims to be making. Capital a this is was amazing. discovered by the public. Now, I'm not saying these organizations are proven <laughs> pedophile dens. I'm merely pointing out the interesting choice of logo, which, of course, could be totally based on coincidence. This logo yes. eerily resembles the boy lover symbol. It was used by the Pierre Elliott Trudeau Foundation, set up by the Canadian Prime Minister, Justin Trudeau, in honour of his father. This logo was on the 2015-16 annual report. Then there's Alpida, a Canadian refuge charity. Alpida was founded by the Radcliffe Foundation, set up and owned by Frank Dustra. Now, apart from the interesting choice of logo, there are a few things about Mr. Juice that fast. So a lot of these, remember when we talked about the Flat Earth for the first oh. time and yeah. he was showing us all the logos for like NASA and uh-huh. uh, Tesla uh-huh. and all that stuff and all, of the, all the arrows point a certain way and they have like the Flat Earth in the background and I was, uh-huh. just, I was just saying <laughs> like, like, Maybe it's like, pointing oh, up to space? It, yeah, aren't they just... <laughs> Pointing up into space, like, wouldn't that be a more logical, like, uh, what's that law? Like, the simplest answer is usually the correct one. Correct one, yeah, re- yeah, yeah. I, I can't remember what what that what that what that fallacy type thing is, but like that was basically it. Like, even like all the, the government's just person. going, we're we're just going to go to our standard people that do logos, and they just get the stock standard logos. Yeah, for, uh, for corporate like, things, uh, which is a triangle. Yeah. You can yeah, because it shows connectivity. It's the strongest yeah. thing. It's, or it's like know. adoption or something is love. Like we, you know. Yeah. So we'll put hearts. Yeah, exactly, exactly right. Like all those sort of things. Occam's razor is the simplest answer is usually the most correct. So I had to get that out. But um, yeah, like all these symbols are very very basic. If you were going to have a symbol that meant boy lover girl lover uh i I just i just am a pedophile i mean look we reviewed a podcast ages ago Uh who who were just openly gay pedophilic men talking Mm. on a podcast and Mm. they weren't talking in code or anything they were just saying exactly what they wanted yeah and these were powerful men yeah and they were like talking about how you know, oh, I talk to my friends and stuff like that about it. I've got, I don't think there's such this, do you remember on Twitter not too long ago? There was they're a huge, whole thing about. They're huge leaps. They're, yeah, which is huge making, leaps in logic. Yeah. yeah. Like, did, did you remember on Twitter ages ago, and I, I'm probably going to find it and show you, but they were saying uh, this warehousing company or its manufacturer was selling like storage units, storage equipment, mm. storage units for equipment, you know, that were like ten or twelve thousand dollars each and calling them like the Julia and the Frank and something like that. And they had like four different models, but they were all priced uh-huh. between like eight and 
and $12,000. And everyone's like, why would a piece of, you know, storage equipment stuff be so expensive? And why would they name them this? You know, why would they name them that? La, la, la. They've only got one in stock. Why would they only have one in stock of these products? They should be mass producing. And the people who came out who were just like tradies were like, you do realize how expensive store, proper good storage, like, you know, a safe type storage equipment is. Like mm-hmm. saves, gig saves are expensive because you can't drill through them and you can't do this kind of, and they probably just called them, you know, they probably got one in stock because it probably costs five grand to make and they're not going to yeah. build two if they can't even sell one. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Ugh. Which is it's very simple logic right there. It's very very simple, you know, Occam's razor type thing. Shall we continue? Looks like this guy here is connected to the Clinton, so we know uh-huh. we're in for a good time. Fascinate <laughs> me. First of all, he's a major sponsor to the Clinton Foundation. We're talking one hundred million dollars and more. He loved going to Haiti with the Clintons. And he founded the Boys Club Network for boys between 12 and 18, seeking connection and mentorship. His co-founder is Jim Crescenzo, a teacher from Vancouver who received an excellence award from none other than Justin Trudeau. Now, once again, I'm sure this is just coincidence. But what is it that you keep saying about coincidence? How many coincidences before mathematically impossible? For someone who claims to be a decent family man, Justin Trudeau sure has some interesting friends. Take Christopher Ingvaldson. So they, he just put up numbers for a bell curve. Teacher. Yeah, bell curve <laughs> numbers are... It was just a probability for a bell curve. It's not how... Which basically means, yes, they're all, they're all impossible. You would need quite a number of them for one of them to not be. It's just stupid. It's, it's just numbers... crazy. Like, this guy here, so they say one guy who wants to get kids from Hades and bring them back to Canada. But they're all separate. Meet... They're all separate. They're all separate. Like issues. They don't. They're not. You're not yeah. comparing apples well, and, with apples. And then so they're not even here... going to be on the, the same bell curve. But then this guy here also knows this guy. Fine, great. You know. But this guy here is a teacher and he runs a mentorship program. Well, wouldn't you think that, hey, this guy runs a mentorship program. I knew, know him through somebody else. Yeah. I run a place where we get young children or young men from a country that and bring them here. Wouldn't it be great to give these young boys a mentor so they can become popular, you know, great members of our society, you know, productive? I. For me, this is like great. How good is this? These folks, and they, he got an award. Fantastic! He's yeah. doing the right thing here. Oh, he might be a pedophile. What a leap! What a I know. Leap. Oh, oh, and then it, then it, then I'll put up some numbers for a bell curve. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, I want to know about this Christopher In Ingvladson. A lot is the answer to the possession it. and distribution of child porn. For many years, he was Trudeau's friend and roommate. Then there's his best friend, Peter Dalglish, the world-renowned humanitarian who was caught in the act in Nepal with two children aged 12 and 14. He was the founder of Street Kids International and the Trails Youth Initiative Programme, 
Now, I'm sure these programs do great things for kids, but why choose profile logos? And why are so many set up by registered and convicted pedophiles and sex offenders? Can I put it out there? This guy. Is this like, a separate guy? Yeah, it's a separate guy. So in two yeah. so in, so these companies have obviously been around a while. They've been doing stuff mm. in the background, Clinton Foundation, all that sort of stuff. And in two it was it 2017 that the FBI came out with the logos yeah. for what the pedophiles are. So they, they've made these logos. They've run a company for so long. Randomly, the FBI releases things like, hey, these are what pedophile symbols are. There's a handful of them that were found. And all these Q guys have gone, oh, wait a minute. These companies that have existed for so long with a heart and a triangle as their logo are all pedophiles. Yeah. Hmm. So what we're going to do is for our next show, we're going to have all the pedophile <laughs> logos on our... <laughs> for our, you know, for the wedding here, and the boys can wear the triangles, and the girls oh. can wear the love hearts. <laughs> ah. oh. oh, this hurts! This hurts my brain. <laughs> I mean, if you're a pedophile, wouldn't it be great to have your own child protection program? To have access to all those lovely children to pick from? Mind you, these children often come from troubled backgrounds. Some have criminal records. Many suffered from neglect and abuse in early childhood. Easy prey and no concerned loving parents to protect them. I mean, look at CPS, the Child Protective Services. Exposed in 2007 uh. for legally kidnapping and selling children for adoption out of foster care. They said legally selling? The lady selling? who exposed them, Congresswoman uh. Nancy Schaefer, was murdered in 2010. Now back to Trudeau's interesting best friends. Here uh, so we have what, Ben is the murder Levin, related to it? former Deputy Minister <laughs> of the Ministry of Education. Arrested and convicted in 2013 for making and distributing child pornography. Then there's Jan Gomeshi, the Canadian CBC radio host. Arrested and charged in 2015 with seven counts of sexual assault and one count of overcoming resistance by choking. Now, I don't know about this, but if I were Trudeau... I'd be more careful selecting my friends. He is surrounded by registered pedophiles and sex offenders. There's another prominent place where the FBI symbols of pedophilia can be found. In oh, Hollywood. Oh! We briefly saw in part one that children cartoons contain references to sex and violence. <laughs> oh dear. Oh my god. That's a myth. That well, that one there's not real. That's his dagger. Oh, that's at no, no, none of these are real. No, that's real. <laughs> that one there's actually real. Is it? Yeah. Doesn't that make you wonder who Walt Disney really was? 
No, what Why Disney are children really exposed good? to Illuminati symbols, such as pyramids and the all-seeing eye, time and again? And? Oh. Oh, Dan Schneider, though, is a pedophile. That's it. I'm pretty sure that's and on why record. are pedophile logos used anyway. for candy ah, and ice cream? <laughs> and nothing that attracts children. Ah, yeah, I'm pretty sure yeah, this yeah. logo has existed for a very the long more time. I realize yeah. to what extent this is actually oh, our society. <laughs> Top directors such as James Gunn, who openly and proudly tweet about being a pedophile. Let I guess go. this is normal in Hollywood? No, that's a joke. It's a that's a joke. Oh I remember these. Remember when these yeah. came out? But these yeah, are like no, all jokes. No these are yeah. all jokes. He was fired over these tweets, rightly so, one would think, but only a few weeks later he was back at work. Out through the front door. Back in through the back door. Nickelodeon's <laughs> producer one. Dan Snyder yes, lost Dan his job Schneider, because he yeah. couldn't keep his hands off of young girls. And here we have Brian Peck, a convicted child molester who only spent 16 months in jail, after which he was offered a job right back with Disney, where he continued working with underage girls. Once again, out through the front door, Back in through the back door. Jason James Murphy kidnapped and sexually assaulted an eight-year-old boy in 1996. He served five years in jail, moved to California, used his short I wonder if she'll bring Jason up the Catholic James Church at all. And became a Catholic. I, I don't think she's going to bring up the Catholic Church because no. none of their symbols are triangles or heart love hearts. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to tell you a story about Hollywood, right? Uh-huh. Rick James, right? Yeah. Now, we've all seen the funny sketches on the Chappelle show. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something else that Rick James has done. He's been to prison twice, and for both times with two different wives, the first time with one wife, he, uh-huh. him and his wife on a cocaine bender kidnapped a woman and kept them kept her in their basement. Yeah. And forced them to like forced her, her to watch them have sex. Okay. For like a week. Yeah. <laughs> it's a real well, thing. Fair he went to jail. Go in prison. Going to, to prison for that's fair enough. He went to he went to jail time. Great. Fine. Whatever. Then ten years later or something, with a uh, different wife right. on a cocaine bender, he did the same thing. <laughs> Trapped a woman in his basement and made that now. I'm not saying these people aren't like horrible people, but there's lots of stories in Hollywood that people doing crazy stuff that doesn't really get out. The Dan Schneider thing, I think, is definitely true though. He worked on all those like uh, Nickelodeon shows, and apparently one of the like one of the actresses like was underage and got pregnant, and there's this whole rumor about that he's actually the dad. Right. Okay. Yeah, it's a whole thing. But he's still work- and he's got like a foot fetish as well, and he, okay. like all the episodes that he wrote for like all these kid shows, he would get all the boys and girls to get their shoes off and, right. and have feet a prominent sort of thing. But uh-huh. Quentin Tarantino has a foot fetish as well. I did not know that. 
He does, yeah. That's why he's always got uh what's her name? The one in Kill Bill. Um Uma Thurman. Oh, she with the feet. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, here we go. Casting agent for child actors. The list of sexual predators in Hollywood is endless. Only recently were some of them called out by their victims and arrested. Most victims never dare to speak up, for their predators are absolute legends in Hollywood. He's in prison now. Actor Corey Feldman was one of the first to speak up about child abuse in Hollywood. He and his best friend Corey Haim became actors at a very young age. They were incredibly successful and famous, but the price was high. They were sexually abused by various adults they worked with. It was common knowledge that the two Corys were passed around at Hollywood parties. They resulted in great trauma that was buried for many years. The two Corys sought relief in alcohol and drugs, which eventually led to Corey Haim's death at the age of 38. It wasn't until recently that Corey Feldman called out his abusers. Elijah Wood, who became world famous for his part as Frodo in The Lord of the Rings, supported Corey Feldman's statements about Hollywood as a pedophile den. Elijah was protected by his mother, who wouldn't let him visit any of the parties where a lot of the abuse took place. World-renowned actors such as Robert Downey Jr. and Brad Pitt also stepped forward to support all of these statements. Yeah, Hollywood's never been about the art of filmmaking. It's just been about money. If you think that sounds crazy, wait till you hear Mel Gibson. The (laughs) world-famous megastar, both as actor and... Yeah. What's her point? Because she's just telling us facts we already know, basically. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. Uh, Watch out. Triangles are going to indoctrinate your kid. Absolutely right. So how how is this related to the grand scheme of what she's ever she's trying to make? I I don't I don't know really. <laughs> this is yeah, really okay. gone sidetracked here. But Mel Gibson, let's talk about Mel Gibson because he hates everybody. Yeah. And producer <laughs> was blacklisted by Hollywood for stating that Hollywood is a den of parasites who feast on the blood of kids. He took it a whole lot further. Read for yourself. Uh, Hollywood is an institutionalized pedophile ring. He's a den of parasites who feast on the blood of children. Every studio in Hollywood is bought and paid for with the blood of innocent children. I think Hollywood's uh, studios are drenched in the blood of innocent children. Uh, There's a triangle in the back. Uh, Baby blood is so popular in Hollywood that it basically operates its own currency. Hollywood elites are the enemy of mankind. Breaking every god taboo knowing known to man, including the sanctity of children. Uh, it is an open secret in Hollywood. These people have their own religious and spiritual teachings, and their own social and moral frameworks. They have their sacred texts. They are sick, believe me, and they could not be more at odds with what America stands for. Jesus Christ! The harvest. The- Why didn't she just talk it out? The harvest of the blood of the children, they eat the flesh. If the children, the child was suffering the body and the psyche before it died, they believe it gives them extra life force. These people thrive on pain, trauma, stress, abuse, and suffering. Uh, there is 
uh, creative and loving force inside of us. Most of us that guides us through life. These people don't have this. For them, it's the opposite. My God, they are using and abusing kids. They churn through a huge amount of kids each year. Uh, their spiritual beliefs, if you can call them that, direct them to harvest the energy of the kids. They feast on this stuff and thrive on it. Babies are their highest currency and premium brand of high-grade caviar cocaine diamond steak. The money involved, you have no idea. Fucking hell. <laughs> there isn't anything new. All you do is some research and you will see it's metaphysical, chemical phenomenon. You can find it behind the scenes in the dark areas of history. It's dark, uh, multi-dimensional cult art practice used by secret societies in the last few hundred years for social programming and mind control and raised to a zenith by Hollywood and America in our era. Could this be true? <laughs> Eating babies? <laughs> drinking their blood? I'm pretty Will sure no ending? one can really eat a baby. Oh, yes. Let's move on to part five. Oh, um, number one, the mother and the bond attachment. And number two, people don't, don't, don't touch. You have to be pretty sick to touch a baby. Well, I mean, look, the, the, the small, small, small percentage of the population that is in that realm, right? I think like one or 2% of the population are, have pedophilic tendencies. Yeah. Right, there's some statistic out there. I'm pretty sure, um, but even if we say it's one percent, right? No, it's it's about one percent have thoughts. Yeah. Or, okay. Or, Let's or, go or with find, that. Or find younger people attractive, but yeah. still, the amount that actually act out on it yeah, is less than one percent. Yeah, yeah. it'll be less than one percent of that one percent. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, but to say like there's a whole society built on that uh like that's in oh it's insane i think the next i think the next part has to be about like the occult aspect of it and the blood rituals and stuff like that i don't know if that's going to get our youtube channel shut down but i kind of want i don't to know maybe rest. but what i don't understand how this links back to the grand scheme of things I don't know. I don't understand either. To be perfectly honest, a lot of this no is idea. very confusing. A lot of this is very confusing to me. Uh, so, the the elites are funding riots and uh -huh. in the countries to divide us, <laughs> but also bringing in migrants. But yeah. some of those migrant children they're stealing because yeah. there's they want them to have sex with them because they're all pedophiles. Is that is that basically? But Hollywood's not large enough for all the people that are coming into America. That well, the amount of yeah, I don't know because she she split it between like some Canadian stuff, yeah, and Hollywood, you know, and the <laughs> only good guy, the good guy in Hollywood is Mel Gibson apparently, and Brad Pitt, and Brad Pitt, you know, and Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. And Corey, and Corey Feldman, who does yeah. have the pizza underground, and they're fantastic. I'll give you that. Or was that the other one? No, that was Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, I don't know. Don't know. What? Um, so we've got. So next week we're doing part five. Is there a part six? 
It goes up to part ten. I don't think we're even halfway through this yet. Oh my god! If you don't, if this is getting too heavy, I've got another one. Uh, where, uh, where, yeah, I've got another one that's uh a little bit lighter in in uh-huh. In, uh-huh. in in thing. Uh, from a a video series from the YouTube channel called Spirit Science, yeah. and they have a whole new way of how the world was created and <laughs> developed, and how. Everything like is it. connected, so we can always do that. So we'll have a yeah. we'll have a think about it. Um, but this is getting a lot heavier than I thought it would be. I heard this was like a big conspiracy theory sort of stuff, and it's getting a bit heavier than I thought it was going to be. Maybe, so yeah, yeah. Uh, but we can always do that. But if you've got another one, or if anyone else has any conspiracy theory videos, please send them through to us. But Kieran, I think we'll leave it there for tonight. I think we've done done enough damage for now. Uh, so I want to thank you for joining us on another live stream here. We are recording a regular episode very soon, so that'll be up on the stream. But hey, this uh, the last one got some really good, uh, really good reception on on SoundCloud last episode. So maybe we'll upload this one as well. For I think let's upload this one. Stuff. Yeah, why not? Why not? But for all your wanking needs, make sure you follow us on Instagram, iTunes, SoundCloud, Twitter, Facebook, uh, PayPig. And obviously YouTube, and make sure you subscribe and like this video, all that sort of fun stuff. Uh, Kieran, thank you so much for being my co-host, the man, the CEO for tonight. That's right, the number one podcast CEO. Absolutely. <laughs> I will see you next Sunday for more conspiracy theories. More conspiracy theories. See you then. <laughs>